Welcome to the Manifest Fire podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Louise. Every week, I'll be sharing with you everything I know about law of attraction, manifestation, mindset, and spirituality. Think of this podcast like a spiritual support group. Together, we're going to take control and live our dream lives. So let's go, huns. Hello, my beautiful angels, and welcome back to manifest fire sorry I just had to check if my mic was on great start welcome back to the pods with me Sarah Louise thank you so much for joining me today as always I'm so grateful for every single one of my lovely listeners thank you so much I've received a few messages this week from from people on Instagram about the pods and that they're enjoying it um so that was just really nice. So thank you. I absolutely love hearing from you guys. So please slide in my DM huns and let's talk. But yes, thank you. I'm feeling the love and I am so, so, so grateful. So I don't really have a major update this week. I've literally just been trying to restore my soul energy. Haven't really been doing anything exciting. I've been trying to exercise. I've been trying to eat well, sleep well, reading my books, doing my affirmations, not drinking. I mean, I've had a Bailey's tonight, but it is the season. Not texting boys, just basically self-caring the shift out of my life. And I've got to say, I'm feeling a lot better than last week. So maybe I'll do an episode on self-care soon. Maybe watch this space. But anyway, back to today's topic. So 2024 is just around the corner. 2023 will in just a few weeks be done and dusted. And inevitably, around this time people start to think about and talk about the new year and like what their resolutions might be what their goals are etc etc and I'm sure you will begin to see a lot of this sort of content from like any wellness or mindset based accounts that you might follow online for example so I thought ahead of like the influx of new year's resolutions and goal setting parties and 2024 was going to be my year just you watch ahead of all that shiz now is the perfect time to think about what it is you actually want like what do you really want hon and I'm not just talking about in 2024 I mean, like overall in life in general. And I want to talk about this because, well, we all have an idea of what we want our lives to be like. But do we actually know what it is that we want at a very basic level? Or is it hidden behind things that we think we should want? Things that other people want for us that we've pursued, we're pursuing because other people want them for us? Or, you know, if, have we confused the things that we want for other things. I'll explain more about this as as we go on. But before we can set any goals for 2024, I think it's a really good idea to get to grips with what we really want. So yes, today's episode is all about getting clear on what you want. And this is important because we need to have clarity around that to manifest in an aligned way. Like all law of attraction teachings tell us that the first step is getting clear about what you want and asking. So in order for us to get the universe to deliver us what it, what it is that we want, we need to know what that thing is, right? 
So we do talk a lot on the pod about dreams and goals and that's usually a big part of why we become interested in self-development practices as a way for us to reach those goals and make our dreams a reality. So obviously we all have an idea of what it is we want but that's like just it. We need more than an idea. Like we need to know exactly what it is we want if we're going to get there. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this today is that although we know the rough outline of what we want, and that's key, like that's obviously a great place to start, but unless we drill down deeper to what it is we actually want, we aren't going to be able to align the steps we need to get there in an easier way. Like we may get there eventually, but it'll be a hundred times harder. So what I'm basically saying is that what you think you want might not be the thing that you actually want. So let me explain this a little bit more. So probably high on a lot of people's lists of things that they want to manifest, things that we want to achieve or get will be money, the money baby. It'll be more money, a higher salary, lottery win, more income, like successful business in terms of cash flow or whatever. Like those are all of the things that people tend to focus on when they're manifesting and that all boils down to saying we want more money coming into our lives right so okay on the surface that looks like the thing that we want is money so if someone was to ask you what do you want you could say money plain and simple so off we go focusing on having more money and trying to align our actions and do the do to manifest more money But, and this is the thing, if you actually drill down into the goals of higher income, new job, more money, those things are actually not our real goal. The real goal, the thing that we actually want is something that extra money will facilitate. So remember that like money isn't really a thing, like it's actually a totally made up social construct that society forces us to use to trade for things of real value, money in and of itself, like it has no value. It's kind of like saying my goal is to have cutlery when your actual goal is to eat a meal. Like that's how valueless money is, is in and of itself. Like what, what good is a knife and fork if you haven't got any food to eat? So money is never really the goal. It just facilitates us accessing the goal in the same way that a knife and fork can facilitate you eating your dinner. So truly what we need to do is think about what the real goal is and what the desire that the money will help us achieve is. So if I take myself as an example and I think about my goals, like absolutely at face value, I could easily say I want to have more money, like I want to earn X amount a month. And the average person would be like, yeah, that's your goal. That's what you want. You've got a figure on it. Like, that's what you want to earn. That's your goal. Simple. But now that's not the case. If I was to dig down deeper, that's not really my real goal. Evaluating all the things that are important to me, my ultimate goal would be I want to have time and location freedom, doing a job that I love and I care about. I want that time and location freedom so that I can be there physically and emotionally for my daughter as she grows up and earning money in a way that I love on my own terms will be the thing that facilitates that. So hopefully that makes sense to you about oftentimes why the thing that we think we want isn't really the thing that we want. 
there's just something that will facilitate us getting to the thing that we actually want. So I think it's really key to spend some time thinking about that. And now that I know what I actually want, which is time and location freedom and financial freedom, then I can open myself up to all of the creative possibilities of the universe and all the possible ways that that goal can be brought into my reality, which doesn't just involve quote unquote earning more money and doing so in a way that aligns me with my highest good. Because the reality is like, if my goal truly was just to earn more money, then probably the easiest and most logical, simplest way for me to do that would be for me to just stay in my nine to five corporate job and to seek a promotion um, and get more money that way. That would probably be the easiest way for me to do that. But let's be honest, that would just make me fucking miserable. Like it already does. It just makes me miserable. So that's not really going to deliver me the time and location freedom that I want. It's not going to help me fulfill my soul's purpose or give me more time with my daughter. So absolutely, I could end up with more money. And 100%, I'm actually going to end up being more miserable. So it's not like... Like you can really see why that is not the ultimate goal of having more money. It's just absolutely not what we want to do is just pursue the surface level goals. We want to d- drill down and figure out what it is that we really want so we can facilitate getting those things. So where do we start? Where do we start with thinking about what it is? Do we, what it, what is it that we actually want? What do we want? Now, what do you do if you have no idea what your passion and your purpose is? Now, I've always said, and I've always had the viewpoint that I think, even though the situation that I'm in right now, where I have my nine to five job, and that's like my primary source of income and has to be like what I give most of my time to at the moment, I do still feel like I am very lucky because I know what my passion is, which if you've listened to the pod for any period of time, you'll know is writing. Like that's my goal to be an author. So I feel like I'm really lucky because I know that. I know that that's what my soul's purpose is. But where do you start if you have no idea what your purpose is? or your passion is. So you can absolutely set goals for the new year that are just fun goals and nothing to do with your purpose or like your soul's purpose or your life's dream or whatever. But huns, while here, let's go big. Let's do bits. Let's make moves. Let's think more about finding our, our true purpose ahead of 2024 and just see what magic that can bring us in the new year. And yes, I do know that finding your purpose is a big overwhelming thing. So like I say, where do you start if you don't know what your purpose is? Well, I have a concept. It's not my concept at all. It's like an ancient concept, but I'm going to share it with you. It's a concept that I really love and really resonate with. And it's on this topic and it's a Japanese philosophy of Ikigai. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, ikigai. So this is a Japanese concept that combines the terms iki, which means alive or life, and gai, which means benefit or worth. So when you combine these two concepts, 
it basically it could guide basically means that which gives your life worth meaning or purpose and the japanese philosophy is that ikigai is a state of well-being that arises from devoting yourself to something that you enjoy and that brings you a sense of fulfillment so you can really see then why it's such a great way to think of your purpose in terms of what do you love what do you love to do what fulfills you it's important though to distinguish ikigai from like transitory pleasure so you can't just say like my purpose like what brings me joy is like getting off my tits down the pub and like lying in bed till the next afternoon like that's not gonna cut it sorry huns so I did a bit of research on this um and I'll just share some of the stuff that I found out so the, the philosophy says that ikigai is an ancient and familiar concept for the Japanese and it can be translated simply as a reason to get up in the morning or rather more poetically waking up to joy. Isn't that so nice? Isn't that lovely? Wouldn't we all love to wake up to joy every day? I certainly would. So it's important as well to note that ikigai, I hope I'm saying that right, I'm sure I am does not typically refer only to your personal purpose and your fulfillment. It also incorporates others and society at large within that. And I'll explain a little bit more about that as I go through the various steps of what makes up Ikigai. So just bear with. But the ancient philosophy basically is that everybody and I've said this before on the pod actually before I really knew a lot about this so it's so funny like how things intertwine I've said it before that everybody has like a special talent and gift to share and you know it's up to us to discover that and that's really what this philosophy says it says that everybody has a guy. everybody has their particular passion talent which has an intersection with potential benefit to others and it's just a case of finding it. And it's important to note as well that this journey to finding your purpose and your ikigai, it can take time. It will take a lot of deep self-reflection and effort, but it is something that is available to everybody, every one of us. So the, this concept of ikigai as your life's purpose with both the personal dimensions, doing what you love, and the social dimension of having benefit to others is captured in like a well-known Ikigai diagram, which is like overlapping spheres. And I'll share it on my Instagram as well. So please head over there and take a look at it. But the diagram includes overlapping spheres, which cover or which are like titled what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs and what you can get paid for. So I'll post the diagram on my Insta, go and take a look and our exercise for this week or the rest of December will be to try and spend some time filling this in, like try and spend some time, devote some time to thinking about what your purpose is, like how exciting is that? So I'll just run through each of the four points that make up your ikigai and just like 
briefly talk about them just to give you some guidance if you do spend some time filling this in. So the first one is do what you love. So this is basically thinking about what brings you most joy in your life. What makes you feel most alive and fulfilled? So what we love could be things like for myself, writing. It could be exercising. I mean, who loves that? I don't know. Some people do, obviously. It could be cooking. It could be being creative in some other way. It could be it could be anything. It could be the most complex thing or the most simple thing. So the important thing is to think really deeply about what you love and don't have any concern at this stage about whether you're good at it, whether it's useful to other people, whether you can get paid for it. In this sphere on the diagram, just write the things that you really fucking love, okay? So the next one is do what you are good at. So in this sphere, include, write down anything that you think you're particularly good at. So it may overlap with the stuff you've written in the what you love sphere. Oftentimes people do are good at things that they love and that's that kind of interaction with that um, doing what you love, getting better at it type of thing that often happens. So they may overlap, but they may not. So just write down whatever you're good at. So it could be skills, hobbies, things that you've just always had a talent for, things that people have told you that you've got a talent for, things that you've worked really hard to achieve. So you're good at it. So you've got the highest qualification possible in it or what, what have you. So anything, anything that you're good at, whether or not you love them, whether or not you're passionate about them, whether or not the world needs them or you can get paid for them, doesn't matter. Whatever you're good at, write in this sphere. So the next one is do what the world needs. So the world here could be the world, like the actual world, like the earth, the environment. It could be, excuse me, that Bailey's is repeating on me, excuse me. It could be humanity as a whole. It could be a smaller community, like your local community. It could be a specific community that you would serve, like target market, customer base, like it could be anything like that. And think about, you know, what skills that those people or that section of the world needs. And think about how it benefits them. That's all what this section is about. What can you do and what does the world need? And the final one is do what you can get paid for. So again, this will be what will some people pay for, what will a small amount of people pay for, what will a lot of people pay for. The size of what you can get paid doesn't really matter. It's not do what you can get paid the most money for. It's just do what you can get paid for. So most things in today's modern society, you can monetize in some way. So that should be quite a straightforward one because like through internet, Instagram, different platforms, you can monetize most things today. So um, just have a think about that one, but it's fairly straightforward. So yeah, those are the four aspects, like I said, of Ikigai, which I think is such an interesting concept. So please go and do your own research on it. 
Do what you love, do what you're good at, do what the world needs, do what you can get paid for. And on the diagram, once you've filled all of that in, it will sort of make it clear like where your purpose might sit. So again, if I was to take my example, I know what do I love doing? I love writing and being creative. What am I good at? I am good at writing. What does the world need? I guess there is a community out there that I could serve by sharing my self-development knowledge. So there is some benefit in that. What can I get paid for? Well, people can buy my books or buy any courses that I might make. So you can see how that kind of fills each one of those spheres on the Ikigai diagram. And that kind of translates into what I think my purpose is. So have a go yourself and let me know what you think. And I think it's such a great and interesting way to kind of think about that ahead of the new year and the perfect time to do it. I think finding purpose in life is like one of our most basic human needs. I think it's, you know, if you've got a purpose to get out of bed for it just makes all the difference. But it is often a struggle to try and unlock that for a lot of us. So I think this is a really beautiful and reflective exercise to try and do that. So yeah, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you found that interesting. Like I say, head over to my Insta. You can find me at Manifest Fire with Sarah and I will share the Ikigai diagram and more information on it. As always, thank you for listening. I appreciate the support so, so much. Sorry that my delivery has been a little bit um, disjointed this week. I've got a frog in my throat. think I'm getting poorly, so sorry about that. But like I said, I do appreciate the support so, so much. Please share, like, rate, review the pod on whatever platform you're listening on so that I can grow this audience that really, really, really does make a difference. So thank you for everyone. I hope you have an amazing week. This has been Manifest Fire. I've been Sarah Louise. Stay blessed, my angels. Love, love, love.